The Guardian. Hello, I'm Maria V. Snyder. I'm here talking with Natasha about my book series and Shadow Study being just recently released. Was it strange transitioning from a meteorologist to a writer? It was a bit difficult because I didn't have a strong writing background, so my grammar, spelling was terrible and everything. But being a big reader really helped because it gave me an instinctive feel about how a novel should progress. And I used a lot of my own experience to put into the book. So it was different in, it's a different skill set, but it was still, you still had to be logical and Mm. precise in what I was doing. Does your background ever influence your writing any in any way? Yes, very much. I have storm dancers in my glass series, which use their magic to harness energy from storms to bottle it in orbs to be used later. So this energy is valuable to them. And we can't do that like when a hurricane comes barreling in, but the storm dancers can. So that's one way. And I also have another book called Storm Watcher about a young teen who's a big weather geek. So that... It all comes from my background as a meteorologist. And Storm Watcher was obviously written for your son. Did he enjoy the book? Yes, he did. I think he especially liked it that the mother was not in the picture and nagging him as he has at home. But uh, it was a fun book for him because I put a lot of his friends' names as the characters and a lot of his teachers are real teachers that he's encountered. So when he reads the book, he's seeing a lot from his life. Are your children, generally speaking, harsh critics? They can be. My daughter just informed me that Shadow Study ended abruptly, and she did not like that, and I should fix it before it was published, but I didn't. So now she just tells me about it every time she can. Your books tend to have kind of a theme running through them, so you have like healer, shadow, fire. Do you decide on the theme first or the plot? Actually, I focus on the characters and what they're doing. So I guess it's the characters and plot that come first, and then we figure out the title later. Uh, with the shadow study, we didn't have a title for it for the longest time, but then I talked about Valak and his history and learning to be an assassin. I had to think about where did he learn to be this assassin at, and then I came up with the School of Night and Shadows. So I liked that, and I thought, oh, shadow study would make a good title. And then the second book, Night Study, is also from there. If you could have one of your books turned into a film, which book would you choose? For a movie format, which is the shorter format, I would think my book Inside Out would be the best because it's a shorter book in general and the plot is a little bit more straightforward. Plus the set, it would be really cheap because the sets are just her running through pipes and metal rooms and um, I think that would lend itself really well to film. So I would say Inside Out. Who would you cast to play the characters? Oh, that's a good question. Usually people ask me who would I cast for Poison Study. I think off the cuff, maybe Jennifer Lawrence as my main girl because she does such a great job as Katniss Everdeen. And as my boy, it would be... Who would you think? I'll throw it back to you. <laughs> um, maybe like Chris Hensworth, like Liam Hensworth. Oh, yes, yes. Do you plan the whole series first or do you just see where the book takes you? Oh, I definitely see where the book takes me. In my head, I'm writing one book. And usually through the first half of the novel, I'm a bit in a panic 
because I figured I only have enough information for this one book. I'll probably get halfway through and run out of ideas. And so I start including more subplots and maybe a couple more characters. And then I get to the halfway mark and then I'm in a panic because I have too much going on. And now how am I going to end this book in time? So then I panic through the second half of the book and then I end the book and it's just right where it should be. It's really weird and I panic every time, even though I know that it probably will end up working out. Many people's favorite character is Valak. Do you have a favorite character? I like him, but I like Jenko. He's my favorite because he's just so quirky and funny and I can be really silly with him. Like, you know, he doesn't like sand and I can have him go off on a rant about sand. And it's just something humor and he doesn't have to be so serious all the time. The names in the study series tend to be quite unusual. How do you come up with them? I use a baby book. I have a baby book that I really like that I use. And I look for names that I like the sound of, but also have an interesting meaning that might mean something for the characters. Like Yelena, it means shining light and also something with hope. And I like that because she starts out in the dungeon. She's waiting to be executed. It's very dark terrible place to be and I like the thought that maybe there's a spark of hope with her so that's why I picked that name. Other names I picked because you know again the meaning Cahill means inexperienced one and Trella means child of the stars which I thought was very appropriate for her story. Do you have much input in the covers? Do you like visualize them beforehand or do you leave them to the publishers? Well, I don't have much input. I mean, I I do. Technically, I have a lot of input. They give me an art fact sheet, and I fill out all this information about what the characters look like, what they're wearing. I detail scenes that they might find visually attractive and colors, and I even give them sample covers of what I think would work. And then they ignore it all and put their own covers on. So I tend to get lucky, and my covers are gorgeous. The U.S. cover for Shadow Study, I'm not that happy with because they put so much makeup on her and she's just not the type of character that would wear that much makeup. So it just annoys me. And plus, from a distance, it looks like she has a black eye, which is more to her character because her character probably would have a black eye because she'd been in a fight. So I kind of tell myself, well, it's just a black eye. (laughs) The research you do for your books is very impressive. Do you ever model characters on a skill that you'd like to learn? Yes. A lot of times I will pick some interesting skills that I don't know just because I want to find out. The glass blowing was a bit of a lark. I didn't expect it to be a big deal. And in the study books, the Chronicles of Ixia, the first three books, it wasn't a big deal. It was just mentioned about a sub-character, like sub-level. And I thought that'd be the end of it, though I was interested in glass. But then when I started writing the glass books, I was really excited that I get to go and take classes. And I learned how to blow glass and work with molten glass. I actually did stained glass and fused glass, which is all different ways of working with glass. And um, I even made jewelry like beads, glass beads. They were fun too. And I didn't burn myself, (laughs) which is always a bonus. The lands that you create are incredibly detailed. How do you create such a vivid landscape for your books? It's sort of the same way I write my books. I don't really have it planned out or mapped out ahead of time. I just kind of work with the characters and what they're doing and the world develops kind of around them. 
I think with Ixia, originally, it was going to be a monarchy. And fantasies with monarchies, you'll find them everywhere. You know, it's not an unusual concept. So I thought, well, I need to do something different with my fantasy. So I had a military dictator. And I thought that was interesting. And I had things broken into military districts. And everybody wore a uniform because that would be easy to describe. Everybody wearing a uniform. Plus, I went to Catholic school and we all had to wear a uniform. And then when my sister read the book, she's like, well, that's just like Catholic school. You know, we had our different, it's not districts, but we called it something else. And we all wore uniforms. And the principal was basically the commander. I'm like, well, there you go. So my subconscious is working on this stuff as I go. The only book that I had to do a full map ahead of time were my healer books. Because from the very beginning, they are traveling. And there's the 15 realms, and I really needed to figure out where the 15 realms are. So what I did, this was fun. We had just gone on a Baltic sea cruise, and I was really fascinated with Poland and Eastern Europe. So I printed out a map of Eastern Europe. I turned it 90 degrees, and then I took a Sharpie and I highlighted the different countries, and that was my 15 realms. So it was just a fun thing to do, and then it always reminded me of my trip, so when I was working on the books. And lastly, your characters very often possess a magic power. If you could choose a power, what would it be? Oh, I'd be a healer. Definitely. Definitely be a healer. I mean, as a mother, it really appeals to me. You know, when my kids were hurt and crying, I wanted nothing more than just take that pain away. And I'll, I'll take the pain. And I have friends that deal with, you know, chronic pain and various things and health issues. And I think, you know, good health is, is a blessing. So I'd, I'd be a healer. Yep. Okay, thank you. Thank you for interviewing me. It's a lot of fun. For more great downloads, go to theguardian.com slash audio.